Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Ruth Davis. I am the GM of Roll by ADP. And today we're going to talk about the whys, whens, and hows of paying yourself as a small business owner. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us today. I am excited to talk to you about about a really important step for all small business owners, paying yourself. So today we're going to cover um, the why, when, and how of paying yourself as a small business owner. And we'll highlight some of the important financial, emotional, and strategic implications that this decision has for you and your business. Okay. So just a brief introduction before we jump in. I'm Ruth Davis. I am the GM for Roll by ADP, which is a mobile app-based payroll solution that was built for small businesses. And by way of background, I've spent my career building and launching digital businesses, and I serve as a mentor and a coach for both startup accelerators, as well as women-owned small businesses in my local community. And on a personal front, I juggle a lot of the same things that many of you probably do. I am a single mom to two kids. I have an adorable but very needy dog. Um, and I also try to find some time for my personal hobbies and uh, interests. One important caveat is that I am not an accountant or a lawyer or um, a, you know, a CPA. And of course, I don't know anything about your specific circumstances. So please think of today's webinar as guidance and maybe some thought starters, but not directives or specific recommendations for you. And Ruth, just really quick, uh, it looks like we're not seeing your slides and I know you have some amazing slides oh. to share with us. So if you could just take a moment. I am so sorry. Let me try that again. How's that? Perfect, thank you. Okay, thank you so much for letting me know. Okay, um, so as Chelsea said, we are going to uh, have some interactive components of today's webinar. We'll have several polls throughout the webinar, and of course, you can use the chat for submitting questions that we'll hopefully have time for at the end. And our first question is this, do you currently pay yourself through your business? You should, oh, slide just switch. You should be able to just select your answer. We'll give everybody a moment and then uh, we'll see the results. Where we want to play the Jeopardy music. I should have had music prepared. <laughs> We're seeing some good responses here. Give everyone just one more moment. Three, two, one. And there you go. Okay, so we're about evenly divided. That's actually um, more than I thought. Typically, a lot of small business owners haven't taken that step to pay yourselves. Um, so that's great. I think for, you know, when we, what I'm hoping that those of you who are not yet paying yourself can take away some, maybe some new lessons about what the impact of doing so might be and um, maybe a goal of when you want to take that step. And for those of you who are already paying yourself, you may learn something well as well about the impact of how you're paying yourself. And you might have an idea coming out of this webinar of perhaps a different approach that you might wanna take. So let's jump right into the why section. So 
there are, you know, three main reasons why we're going to talk about that you can, should consider paying yourself as a small business owner. I think, you know, a lot of small business owners tend to shy away from paying themselves, especially while their business is becoming established and while they're building it up because it feels like a pretty big commitment and maybe a financial risk. But actually, for a lot of small businesses, even if your revenue is only very modest, it can be financially beneficial um, to pay yourself. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So when you pay yourself, there are more financial implications for your business beyond simply the fact that you have an expense and outlay of cash. Yes, you need to have enough revenue to be able to distribute yourself. And it's really important that you are calculating and paying your federal, state, and local taxes on time and correctly. Um, but there are some real upsides, right? So the first is that assuming that your business is making a profit, when you are paying yourself, that can actually really lower your company tax burden. Again, you should always consult with your CPA or your business advisor based on your unique business situation. But the important thing I want you to take away is that taking out of money out of your business through payroll, as opposed to through other means, can have some significant financial benefits to your business. So another key financial consideration is that by paying yourself, you actually might be helping ensure the future growth of your business, right? So many banks and lenders look for signs of regular and consistent payments from a small business as a key indication that your company is creditworthy. And what we hear from a lot of our financial institutional partners is that payroll is one of the most valuable of those signals to them. So by paying yourself or others, you might be more likely to be able to grow in the future if and when you need a loan. And lastly, um, but also very importantly, running payroll through a software provider specifically can actually help build your business credit score. So why is that important? Well, having a good business credit score not only increases your qualifications for grants and loans, but it also makes it more likely that you'll receive favorable payment terms from vendors. So how do you build your business credit score? You need to have payments that you're making on a regular basis that are actually being reported to the credit bureaus, such as DNB and Experian. And as it turns out, most payroll software providers, including ADP, actually report to those bureaus. So if you're using a software provider, you're most likely getting payments made that will, will be boosting and building up your business credit score. Okay, so we've talked about your business. Let's talk about you. If you are running your business full-time and you don't have another source of income, earning a regular paycheck from your business may actually be critical for accomplishing some of your personal goals because let's face it, life requires a paycheck. So if you're hoping to rent a new apartment, if you wanna get a loan for a new car, or maybe you wanna buy a house, you're gonna to need to show some kind of regular income to qualify for all of those things, right? Oh, of course, maybe you are uh, independently wealthy and can pay cash for all of those things, um, or maybe you have a partner who can help you financially, but that's not an option for many of us. Oops. Um, and even when that is an option, a lot of people really value being self-reliant financially. So another important consideration is healthcare. Again, maybe you're able to get healthcare coverage through a partner or another family member, but if you are getting healthcare right now through the open market or you're on a COBRA plan for a prior employer, um, you could actually be much better off if you're able to get health insurance for yourself through your business. 
And not only can these plans be beneficial for you personally because, because they're better plans, um, but they provide another deduction for your business. So it can actually cost you less in totality, right? Even if you pay the same amount for the insurance plan that you're getting through your business, as opposed to through COBRA, because you can then take that insurance payment as a deduction. Um, if you're paying yourself, it ends up costing you net less and being really beneficial for you. So definitely consult with a licensed insurance agent, but it's, it's an option that I would encourage you to consider. Lastly, in addition to these more tangible financial considerations, there are a lot of emotional factors that comes to when it comes to paying yourself that I think don't get talked about enough. When you transition from building your business to being, you know, I'm, I'm trying to start it, I'm building it up, I'm getting going. Once you transition to being a paid employee, it often triggers you to think differently about your business and maybe even be more structured about your finances your business starts to feel more legitimate and official, right? You're no longer starting a business, you're actually running your small business. Um, and I think a lot of small business owners, you know, tend to just work round the clock, day and night, incessantly, and they take on every, you take on everything yourselves, right? Um, but once you start paying yourself, I would really encourage you to think differently about the value of your time, especially if you have other employees or other contractors, start thinking about what it make more sense to have them do some of the things you are spending your time on so that you can focus your time on things that will drive growth and profitability of the business. And then, you know, the last psychological implication I'll mention is that any business milestone can be a really good trigger to just step back and think about your business goals. And when you set a salary for yourself can bring up a lot of those questions, right? Is this a lifestyle business? How much do you want to be paying yourself? Are there growth targets that you're aiming for? What are your goals? It's just, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day demands of running a small business and just doing, doing, doing. Taking a step back to think through some of these questions can be really valuable. Okay, so poll number two, we've talked about paying yourself, but I'm guess how many of you have other employees either in addition to or, or you know, uh, or other than yourself that are on your payroll. We're seeing the responses rolling on in. Give everyone a few more seconds to get those responses in. And let's close the poll in three, two, one. And there are the results. Please. Okay. So the majority of you, half of you are not paying anybody other than yourself um, or, you know, other than your, maybe not yourself or other people. Um, and the other half of you are paying, paying others. There are even some of you that are paying quite a number of employees. Um, so you have a really robust team. That's awesome. Okay. So next up, we're going to talk about how to figure out if now is the right time to start paying yourself if you're not doing so already. So I'm curious, um, and this will be a poll that will only get half participation, I guess, but for those who aren't already paying yourself, I'd love to know what's the biggest reason that you're not doing so. Awesome, thank you guys all for participating. Some great responses coming through.
I'm going to go ahead and close the poll in three, two, one. Okay, so mostly it's a financial consideration for a lot of you, right? Um, you don't have the profit, but for some people, they feel like, you know what, I can't be paying myself if I don't have employees yet. Other of you feel like I, I want to pay myself. I'm just not sure how. Hopefully you'll feel differently coming out of, out of today's webinar. So I do think that a lot of people think that the decision is purely a financial one, um, but there are some other factors that I would encourage you to consider that we're going to talk through today. So, of course, the financial component is an important one. And, you know, I, I think that we should think about that from two perspectives. One is profit and one is cash flow, right? So, of course, you need to be making some profit from your small business to be able to pay yourself. But I think what most small businesses struggle more with is cash flow. So if you have the profit, but it's not steady and regular, and so you don't feel comfortable paying yourself because maybe you have money this month, but, but you might not next month, there are two things that I would encourage you to think about. One is there's no rule saying you have to pay yourself every two weeks. You can actually pay yourself on a salary on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis, or you can make a decision to pay yourself monthly a very modest amount that you feel comfortable with and then give yourself bonuses or an incremental distribution. So you have a lot of flexibility in, in how you pay yourself. The other thing I would encourage you to think about if you're really struggling with cash flow is that paying yourself, even if it's a modest amount monthly, like we talked about, can actually force you to manage your cash flow better, which is going to help you succeed as a small business owner, right? Managing your cash flow is the classic challenge for most small businesses. And paying yourself maybe forces some discipline around this, which will be helpful for you as you scale and grow. Now, I said we weren't just going to talk about the financial implications. I think the time, time component is really important to think about as well. So, you know, if you've been working on building your small business as a side gig, um, maybe when it becomes a full-time gig, that's when you start paying yourself. Maybe that's a really important part of making that transition for you. Another thing to think about, which we touched on briefly before, is the value of your time, right? So a lot of small business owners tell me that when they start paying themselves, they really think differently about their time and they make different choices. Maybe it's about what you're going to do yourself versus outsourcing to somebody else. Maybe it's about just being more efficient with your time. Maybe it's about prioritizing how you spend your time so you get the most important tasks done first. I know uh, I know. I personally am very guilty of doing the easy things first because I want to check them off my list and get them out of the way. And I maybe push off the bigger, harder tasks. But when you're paying yourself, think about, you know, if I was paying somebody else to do this work, how would I want them to spend their time? Would you want them spending their time on those smaller mundane tasks that aren't going to make it a, as big of an impact on your business? Or would you want that employee spending their time on the big rocks, right? So think about it, you know, have, have, think about paying yourself and how you would want yourself to be spending your time from that perspective. And then the last thing I would encourage you to think about is that sometimes not paying yourself can actually get in your way, right? We talked in the why section about how some of the things that paying yourself can enable in terms of your business and your personal financial goals. 
So if you maybe were turned down for a business loan or you're struggling with some of your personal goals around you know, moving into a, a different apartment or getting a lease on a new business space, it might be the trigger that tells you it's time to start figuring out how to pay yourself because that will help you achieve those goals. Okay. All right, so now is the time to get your pen and paper ready because this is the section where we're gonna get into some of the important details around um, the process and logistics of actually running and managing payroll. And I think this content is going to be really, really helpful for those of you that are paying yourself as well. Okay, so there are three primary ways that small business owners can actually process payroll. And like most things in life, there are pros and cons to each of those ways, right? So the first option is a DIY approach where you are doing the calculations yourself on how much money should be held, should be withheld from your or other employees' paychecks for taxes and other deductions. And of course, this is the least expensive option, but it can be really time consuming. And you know, we talked about valuing your time. You know, I've spoken to other small business owners whose businesses involve kind of the selling their own time, right? A lawyer or a designer or a creator or any of the, the types of jobs who is whose job is a service, you might want to think about how much more you could be earning in the time that you're spending managing payroll, right? I had, you know, a lawyer the other day tell me I bill out $400 an hour. If I have to spend an hour on payroll, I've just lost $400, right? It's much more valuable for me to pay somebody else to do that for me. The other thing that, that you'll need to think about if you are taking the DIY approach and managing payroll uh, manually yourself is that state, local, and federal taxes evolve and change all the time. So you'll just want to make sure that you're on top of any of those changes and make sure that you're both calculating and filing your taxes correctly. Okay. Second option is to use a CPA. And this is a very safe choice, right? You can entrust an expert um, for, for this activity. However, it's definitely going to be the most expensive approach. And sometimes you might lose some flexibility to make changes in how you're running payroll from month to month. We talked about earlier kind of balancing cash flow and, um, and how you're, you're choosing to pay yourself. A lot of times if you have a CPA managing your payroll, they want to put everybody on a salary that gets the same amount every month and you, you lose a little bit of that flexibility. The last option is that you can use a payroll software solution like Roll by ADP. So there are many payroll software solutions out there. All of them have slight differences in their features or their support models or their customer interface. And you know there is quite a bit of variation in pricing, but most of them are relatively affordable. They definitely can offer a level of accuracy. One important thing to note though, is that you know there's, there's that saying about garbage in, garbage out. So the, the accuracy of the payroll is only going to be as accurate as the information that you provide. And payroll providers handle this very differently. So a company like ADP actually ensures that your payroll is set up correctly and takes some liability for ensuring that that, that is done. If you happen to get uh, a notice from the IRS that your, your taxes were, were paid or filed incorrectly, ADP will take the liability for fixing that for you. 
Other software providers do the same, but there are some software providers that don't take any liability for that and where the ownership and the risk is entirely on you. So if you did get any kind of tax notice, um, it would be up to you to figure out how to correct that and to pay any penalties and interest associated with a late payment. So that's just an important thing to know about whatever solution you're using. And then most of these payroll solutions are pretty straightforward once you learn them but and, and you figure them out, right? But depending on their complexity, there may be a learning curve. Um, and I think that the more capabilities and features a payroll solution has, obviously the steeper that learning curve is going to be. And I think there's a little bit of a trade-off for small businesses, not just in payroll software, but other, other digital solutions that you might um, that you might select between choosing one that has exactly what you need for right now and just that and is maybe right-sized and is gonna be easiest for you in this moment versus a solution that has all the bells and whistles that you might ever need, you know, some, some point down the road that might be more complex, it might be more robust, it might be more costly, um, but will we'll enable you to continue to use the same solution rather than having to switch later. And that's a decision that you know, is as much about your comfort level um, and choices as anything else. Okay, and I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Roll. So I'm not here to, to do a hard sell, but just by way of example of how different some of the payroll solutions um, can be, Roll by ADP is actually a mobile app-based solution. It, we, we like to say that it's if you know how to send a text, you know how to use Roll. It is a chat-based interface. So you're literally just kind of using, using chat texting um, to do everything from hire employees to run payroll. And we do have live chat support available in the app, but don't provide phone support. So again, just another example of, of how the support um, systems are different from solution to solution. Um, one other thing that that Roll offers is that it's proactive. It will send you push notifications, letting you know when there's something you need to take care of, whether that be, um, you know, a to do or an update or running payroll. So as a small business owner, you can really focus on running your your business and not have to think about payroll. So just an example of some of the things that you might want to think through when you're when you're if you decide to go the software route and are choosing a provider. Okay. Next poll, which will lead into uh, our next section, is what is the structure of your small business? Um, which you may not know, <laughs> but if you do know, make that selection in the poll. Awesome, thank you everyone for taking a moment to participate. These polls have been awesome today. So fun and interactive. Um, I'm gonna close the poll in three, two, one. And there are the results. Results. Okay, most of you are LLC. That's really interesting that nobody is set up as a sole prop. That's actually quite surprising and unusual. Um, most of you are set up as an LLC, and then there's some S corps in there as well. Okay, so one thing that most small business owners maybe don't factor in when they're setting up their company is that your legal structure actually has implications for how you can pay yourself. So I'm going to talk through the, the three most common structures for a small business. I know none of you are a sole prop, but I'll talk through that really quickly and, and focus on the other two. 
So um, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad to see that none of you are set up as a sole proprietor because as a sole proprietor, you actually can't pay yourself as an employee. Um, you can pay uh, uh, your other employees, but you're considered self-employed, but not an employee of the company. So while you can have employees who receive wages and salaries, you can't pay yourself wages and salaries from which tax, social security, or Medicare are withheld. Um, but because that's not relevant to, to the audience today, I will skip over that, um, over some of the more details and talk about an LLC. So as an LLC, it, it gives you a lot of flexibility, which is great to see that many of you have that structure. So you can pay yourself either through a distribution or an owner's draw or as a salary. And the main differences are that as a, if you're paying yourself through a distribution, you're actually just moving money between your business account and your personal account. Hopefully all of you actually have a, a distinct and separate business account. Um, and you can you know, choose when and how much you pay yourself. There's no, it's not fixed. But taxes are not withheld from a distribution or an owner's draw. So if you're paying yourself this way, you won't qualify for some of those deductions that we talked about um, earlier that can be financially beneficial to your business. And you'll really need to make sure that you're keeping very good records and paying your estimated quarterly taxes. As an LLC, though, you can also pay yourself a salary where you are running your payroll on a regular basis and withholding taxes um, and paying those to an, the IRS on a regular basis. And paying yourself as a, as a salaried employee will reduce your business's taxable net income. And of course, as an LLC, you have a lot of flexibility to do any combination thereof. So we talked about this earlier. If you're kind of trying to balance um, some of your cash flow fluctuations throughout the year, you can pay yourself a salary and then give yourself an incremental distribution or an increment, incremental bonus um, and flex things that way. So lots of flexibility there. For those of you that said that you are an S-Corp, the important thing to know there, um, which I'm sure you already do, right, is that as an owner, you have to receive what the IRS deems a reasonable salary. So what that means is that you have to give yourself a paycheck comparable to what you would earn if you were employed by somebody else for similar work that you're doing, right? So I don't know, um, if, if I own a, you know, a landscaping company, I'd have to look at what other landscaping companies would pay me if I worked for them doing the type of work that I do. Maybe I'm the landscape architect or the landscape designer, and I have to pay myself that amount. I have to pay myself a reasonable salary. Now, if there's additional profit in your business above and beyond that reasonable salary, you can take those as distributions. So again, this is, this is another area where my caveat is talk to your CPA figure out what makes sense and is best for you. Um, but just understand that there are real tax differences between taking a salary and a distribution. Okay, last is the logistics and then we'll get to some uh, a last poll and, and hopefully some Q&A. So logistics um, in terms of best practices, so first of all, um, you will need not just your federal ID number, which I assume all of you have, most small business owners know to get that right off the bat. What some small business owners don't understand or, or know is that you'll also need state tax IDs to pay yourself or your employers. 
uh, employees rather. If you have been um, selling selling goods, you probably have a state tax ID because you'll need that um, for, for calculating taxes. Um, but if you're just getting going, it's really important to understand both your state and potentially your local tax IDs. Not all jurisdictions have local tax IDs, so that's something um, that you should figure out um, what applies to you. And the other thing to understand, especially in this new world of, of remote work, is that if you have employees that are living in states other than where your business um, is, is located, um, you'll need state tax IDs in both locations. Um, the other thing that you'll need to figure out is what your payroll policy is and what your payroll schedule is. Payroll policy could involve um, things like, you know, uh, time off policies and benefit policies. Um, so all of those are good to put on paper, even if it's just about yourself. Again, a really great point to think through what your policies are going to be, not just for yourself, but for your future employees. We'd also highly suggest, of course, that you talk through this with a CPA or a business advisor. And like I said, very, very important that you set up a, a business bank account. You don't need a separate bank account just for payroll. You know, you don't need multiple business accounts, but you should be paying salary through a business account as opposed to a personal account. And then lastly, you know, just some really important questions to start asking yourself and thinking about um, how, how does paying myself help me achieve my personal, professional, and business goals? Um, is now the right time for me? Or where, where do I need more guidance? Where do I want to have some other conversations? with other small business owners, with friends and colleagues, um, or with professionals. So I think we have one last poll, um, which is about celebrating your success, right? Because there's no better success than you know, being financially successful enough as a small business owner that you can pay yourself. That's huge, and it shouldn't go without a celebration. So what's your fa favorite way to celebrate? Are you somebody who really kind of relishes that that celebration, or you know, do you just give yourself a quick pat on the back and get back to it? We'll go ahead and close the poll out in three, two, one. Okay, so most of you are pragmatic. You're just doing the quick high five and getting back to work. But I'm glad you uh, you are at least taking that quick moment to give yourself. Um, uh, a quick high five. And I love that a few of you are, uh, are really celebrating that success and, and taking that moment. So if you haven't been, let me take this moment to celebrate you as a small business owner and all that you accomplish and do. Your, your job is, is so hard and, and maybe underappreciated by some of those around you. Um, so thank you for all you do and, and congratulations for getting this far. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you got a ton of value out of today's session. And if you're looking for more information or just a refresher on some of what we talked about, head on over to rollbyadp.com and you can get lots of useful information on our website. Thanks so much.